good morning, good evening, good night, whatever it may be in your area. Hi, how are you doing? You are listening to A Tried Woman of God. I am your host, Destiny, the Tried Woman of God. And the reason the name is like that is because when you're on this walk, when you are just on this walk or without this walk, it's going to be trials. It is when you decide to walk with Jesus that makes the difference. Okay. Why does it make the difference? Because these are the reasons. We're in a fallen world. Okay. We have some racial injustices. Okay. They're, the rights are not all equal. They are misconstrued. Um, people's feelings have to be taken into effect. Um, there is this this new religion of um, you are your God. All of the th- the world is fallen. Okay, and it's almost as if you cannot get away from the chaos. So when you are able to walk with God in this, it becomes a little bit easier. And I say easier as far as the mental aspect of it goes because it is going to be difficult yes because one the bible doesn't shy away from the trials and say that it is going to be easy no it is going to be hard and the trials are here to mold us the whole premise of this podcast was off of james 1 2 okay and it's going to be trials and tribulations it's going to be difficult but when you are walking with god there are some things that you're not going to lean into i cannot stress about my skin color affecting somebody else and preventing me from moving up. I cannot stress about people not covering their mouth in a freaking public place and trying to avoid germs all of the time because folks is nasty. I cannot sit here and stress on how much money my employer is going to pay me all of the time because as far as I'm concerned, I've been underpaid at all of the jobs I've had, you know what I'm saying? So it X amount of money is always going to be not enough money. So there are a lot of things in life that are just going to be unsatisfactory. that are not going to be within our control at all, but we have to still continue and walk because life goes on. Life goes on with all these struggles, these hot messes. And so what I, I decided, um, is to look back and remember what John 14, 15, when he was like, when Jesus was like, if you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. Just that sentence alone is so profound because he is talking to the people who loves him. That is the group. That is the category. That is... That is the separation. If you love him, what are you required to do? Keep my commandments. And a lot of y'all are like, let's see, that's why I don't like um, the idea of Christianity because we got to follow rules. You have to follow rules in everything. And every day y'all sign up to follow some rules that you don't like. You're complaining about a job, not paying you enough, but you signed up and you're still there, right? Right? Okay, so what's the difference? Because you don't have control over the company that's paying you. And you surely don't have control over God. So what's the difference? What's the difference? There is none. No need to break your brain. There is none. But if you want to bring your feelings involved, oh, well, I feel like, yeah, we can have we can have excuses all day as to why you think the two are different, but they're not. 
when you're in a relationship, there are rules, period. There are rules in life. There are rules. We have laws. We There are rules. But we think that the God who loves us, gave us life and died for us, should, um, or gave his son for us, should be exempt from having boundaries. No, my man's got boundaries, boo. You got boundaries. Everybody got boundaries, okay? Boundaries is biblical. Boundaries is just, it makes sense. It's mentally acceptable to have boundaries, okay? Anywho, all in all, going back to the word. (laughs) If you love me, keep my commandments. There is no color in that sentence if you love me keep my commandments there is no race in that sentence if you love me keep my commandments there is no ethnicity group in there if you love me keep my commandments there is no social class in there if you love me keep my commandments there is no job title that is in there if you love me keep my commandments there is no social status community or gender or age in that if you love me keep my commandments he's calling those who love him to follow his rules and when you follow his rules his boundaries you stay within that realm of of um acceptance and really just showing him that you have reverence for him like you do in in relationships and when you get married you're not gonna go cheat obviously it's the same scenario y'all have y'all are not new to commandments essentially you're not they're just called different things that's it okay if you love me keep my commandments we've allowed color we've allowed race we've allowed ethnicity class levels social status community gender and age to keep us from loving one another and loving God. Well, God, you can't be real because you let them do this to my people. You can't be real because they not paying me enough and you know I'm worth enough. If you love me, keep my commandments. It's very easy to be like, They're not allowing me to move up because whatever their intention may be. It's very easy to say, I don't want to work at this job because they're not paying me enough. I've always felt like I did not get paid enough. My first job, that wasn't enough. Second job, that wasn't enough. Third job, what was my third job? That wasn't enough because you're not going to sit here and tell me that cleaning up after a dog, several, I'm sorry, several dogs. And when I say several dogs, I want to say about between, depending on the season, I would say about mm, 32, maybe 120 dogs. You're not going to tell me that cleaning up after dogs, poop, pee, feeding them. Essentially, this is a daycare, Okay. You're not going to tell me that was only worth $9.50. You're not going to tell me that's what I was worth. You're not going to sit here and tell me that is the cost for doing all of these things. You're not going to tell me that. 
that's under I'm being underpaid for what the what the job is calling for. But guess what? I showed up on time. I worked like I was working for the Lord. I set goals for myself. Yes, I set goals for for myself while I was mopping up pee and picking up poop. How fast can I get this run done? How fast can I get this room cleaned? How fast can I pick up the poop? Because guess what? When you are in the season you're in, that how you respond to the season you're in determines the next steps. It's going to be unfair. We're living in a fallen, unfair world. Y'all know this? Y'all know this? I'm not saying anything that's brand new. I'm not. Y'all seen the news. You turn on the news for 20 minutes. You get, dang, we really struggling. We are struggling. And people are complaining. But one thing I have found, and one thing I realized, it is a blessing to have a job. It is a blessing to be able to sleep with some roof under your head. And people are complaining about, oh, they don't get paid enough and they got to drive. Boo, I ride the bus. Okay? I ride the bus. And I be on the bus with homeless people sometimes. Drug addicts sometimes. And... I come home to a bed. That is a blessing. If I got to give up having a car just to have a bed, the baby, the baby is, is adding up. It's adding up. What are you talking about? We are going to be unsatisfied. That is literally our human nature. It is, it is embedded within the threads of our DNA. We are unsatisfied. Walking with God allow us, allows us to be content because not we're content with getting underpaid but more so we're content because we know god got us regardless the money don't add up and sometimes the money is not going to match the blessings the blessings are going to be more valuable than the check that you have coming in but we keep focusing on the one thing we can see oh this check check yeah, it sucks. It does. Moving on. But I'm trying to make sure I'm working to get to the next level. And my whole premise of getting to the next level isn't because I want the check and people kill me with this. They're just like, I hope you're not doing it for the money. I'm sorry. Did you come to work for free today? You didn't. So let's just go ahead and nullify that statement. But I understand what they mean as far as chasing the check. I'm not chasing the check because, again, I already feel like I'm underpaid, period. I, I have a higher education. I have a degree in science with, a, with a, a concentration of nursing. I have done outsourcing for my education, okay? And you mean to tell me somebody who just walked out of high school she get paid the same amount as me. No, obviously that doesn't add up, right? Jobs are not supposed to value you. You are filling a position that they need for their company to grow. Let that sink in. You are filling a position that they need for their company to grow. You sign up for the payment. Now, you want to get paid more because you feel like you get paid more? Okay, boom. How are we going to fix that? 
you figure it out. Some people have side hustles. Some people have second jobs. And the second jobs, yeah, that that's another thing, you know. Uh, even doing a job, uh, becoming an entrepreneur is still a second job. It's a whole situation. It's a whole thing. It's work. It's work. And I get it. Some people just like, well, I want to get to a point where I can lay in bed and make money. Get to the point then. Get to it. But it's going to take more than 40 hours to get there. Just know that. Just know that. My skin color comes into effect in things. My hair texture comes into effect of things. Oh, they don't like me because this, 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 this. Women's rights, this, 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 this. This person's rights, this, this, this. Oh, we'd be exhausted if we cared about every little thing. And when I say care, I meant, I mean more of stress and sit in that, that, um, that hate. Because essentially, we're sitting in the hate. We're not hating others, but we're sitting in the fact that they hate these different groups. I don't want to sit there. We all hate people to a degree. Our rationale is probably completely dumb as to why we do it, but we all do it. We all sit there in some type of systemic bias that we have for another group just because someone in history told us we should. That's exhausting. Hating a person is exhausting. I think we can all agree on that. I am, I almost commend people who are able to keep it going for, for decades and centuries because I'm exhausted. I can't stay mad at a person for, for too long. And then after a while, I'm just like, the hate was there. It had marinated. It's cool. Um, oh, it's kind of weighing on me. I don't want to wear this. I'm going to have to drop this off somewhere because this ain't for me. Y'all wearing stuff that nobody else is wearing and then upset about being weighed down. How about we just not? It Just not. It's exhausting. It literally is exhausting. I don't like when people don't cover their mouths when they sneeze or cough. And I be in there stressed about something I cannot control. I counted dude's coughs the other day. He coughed literally every freaking minute. So if you cough every minute for 60 minutes, for eight hours a day, that's a lot of coughs, like 2,000 coughs and some. What? I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. And then it got to a point where, because I asked, I was asked, Lord, how am I going to be able to protect myself from all these goddamn germs? People's just nasty. You can't. You either believe that God got you or you don't. And if you do get sick, you believe he's going to heal you or you don't. I can't cover everybody's mouth. I can't wipe up every germ. I can't make somebody see that my skin color shouldn't matter about my worth ethics. I can't make somebody see the importance of my texture. I can't make anybody do anything past what I can do for myself. What can I control? I'm supposed to stay within the... um, the control circle, my own control circle, which is me. What can I do? How can I respond to their hate in this manner, which reflects the Lord Jesus? How do we reflect the Lord Jesus? Oh, 
we follow him. Well, how do we end up following him? Oh, we got to read the Bible because we got to know who he is. Okay, where do I begin? Open the book. I had to come to that reality and I didn't want to because I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm justified in why I'm annoyed about these people, why I'm annoyed about the coughing, why I'm annoyed about the pay, why I'm annoyed at that. I can't, I can't own a car right now because it's too expensive and I don't get paid enough. Why I don't get paid enough? Because the the billion dollar company I work for don't feel like I, I should get paid enough. And this, it, it just domino effect. And at some point, I just got tired and was like, well, I can be here all day. And if I go to the next company, we're going to be having the same conversation. If I go to the next company, we're going to be having the same conversation. What am I going to do? If I feel like I should be getting a salary, well, then by, by golly gee, I'm going to make myself get the salary. And I'm not going to force another company who feels like this position deserves this much money. I'm not going to, because they might be right. I ain't been in the game long enough to be like, oh, I deserve this. I don't know. I'm just here. I'm just here collecting a check because I know at the end of the day, this job or any other job that I'm working for that's not my company is just funding my company. So the whole purpose of my rant and coming into this is to remind you that if you love him, keep his commandments. And that is the group. That's not your skin. That's not your class. That's not your level. Are all of these important? Yes. It is important that you feel discriminated against if someone is discriminating against you. It is important to lean into those feelings. What I am saying is you do not stay there. Ouch, this hurts. And the reason you don't stay there is because you're going to see it again and again and again and again. And imagine just staying there and it happening again and it pushing you further down and it happening again and you just get pushed down and pushed down and pushed down and pushed down. But if you walk with God and you love him and keep his commandments, you can walk in a room with confidence like he sent you there, not because somebody didn't like your skin color, your social class, your position, your gender or your age. You can walk in confidence. It is a it is a a confidence the world cannot give you. That's the best way I can describe it. When you are walking with God, you are given a confidence that the world cannot give you. And it, it, it comes with that peace that surpasses understanding. So it's almost like a confidence that surpasses understanding. We, when we walk with him, are given eternal things that, that the world can't provide. So when people are looking at us sideways, like, how can you be happy working at this job? Because I like what I do. And I'm tired of being upset all the time. You can't you can't be having fun being mad all the time about some money. You can't be. And if people were that upset about money, you, a lot there would be a lot more small businesses, but you're not. Mm-mm. You just feel like somebody else should pay you the money because you're doing so much. Okay. I mean, you I mean, you signed the dot. Did you not sign the dotted line when you 
said yes to the job. Am I tripping? Can somebody help me understand? Did you not know the job description before you signed? Yes, I would like to work here. I'm not trying to come off harsh, but I'm just asking the question. We forget that we are given decisions and we can say yes and we can say no. That's it. And if we are upset with the job, because I'm I've, I'm looking at job postings and, and descriptions and they're there. Somebody said the other day, <laughs> she said they wanted her to get it down so that way she can help other teams. And her response was, well, I don't get paid to help other teams. But you do. That is literally in the job title. It says willingness to help other departments and areas. Where are we? What are we? Now we can't read. We can't read. And then we have these high demands that somebody should pay us. We we acting like they're our paycheck right now. We acting like we deserve that paycheck because we can't read. Because what you talk about? What you talk about? You, you don't get paid for that. We don't. But guess what? When you're working like you're working for the Lord, somebody's going to see you. The right person's going to see you at the right time and be like, yeah, she it. Load her up. Come on now. We can't lean into the world. The world will have you thinking that you're going crazy and that there's no way out. Because essentially, if you look at it, in the lens of the world, this is depressing. This is rough. This is nowhere to be, but we're a fallen world. And I had a leader actually sit down with me as I was like, I think my review outside of it being a surprise was also ill, illy motivated. And we have the conversation, like, let's say it was or whatever. Um, we're in a broken world. There's chaos, there's um, this, there's that, there's injustices. But when we are walking in the spirit, we don't care about those things because we are giving God the glory and the power and the honor. And when we just work like we are working for him, that's all people see. Well, how could she be so happy and working like this? People get mad that you happy in, in horrible situations. That rubs them the wrong way. You take two people in a different, in the same scenario, sorry. Take two people in the same scenario and you see one is very smiley and one is constantly complaining and depressed. What does that tell you? Who's, who, who is happier? Obviously the one that is more happy. But why? Why when they're going through the same thing? Why is that one person? Because that one person, one, knows who they are. They know they've been in probably a worse situation or a more confusing situation and God has brought them out and they're just leaning into that. It's a relationship at the end of the day. It makes the difference. It makes the difference. I, I can see, I see two people in the same scenario and one is frustrated and the other one is as blissful as can be. Same scenario. Are there minor differences? Yeah, but the premise is all the same. All the same. The age is even different. We can, and we, that's another conversation because we can dig deep into that and point figures and be dissatisfied. But why? But why? That just grows into a deeper 
hate and and bad heart posture. We don't need to stay there. My biggest thing is having a relationship with God. It looks different for everybody. And when I say have a relationship with God, people immediately go to church and they're like, well, the church hurt me. Okay. The church got the same people that work in your office in there. Why did you think it was going to be any different? I get it because they're supposed to be representations of God. Right. But if you have a personal relationship with God, that stuff won't even phase you. That stuff won't even bother you because you know what the word says and you can count that. Well, I probably don't need to go to that specific church because the leader is doing things against this. How would you know that? Because you in your Bible. You walking with God. This world broken. The best buddy system you can have is Jesus. That's it. That's the message. <laughs> and for me, the the aha moment was the germs because I'm like, people are really nasty, and I how am I supposed to avoid? How am I so avoid supposed? To, how am I supposed to avoid all of these germs if people are constantly nasty? Exactly. You cannot, not by yourself, not alone, not leaning in that. If I was just super, and I kind of am crazy about the germs and everything, but I just let that control me and consume me, I'd never walk outside. I'd be masked up all the time. I'd be gloved up all the time. I'd be spraying all the time. That's annoying. But I put my faith in Jesus. <sighs> That's the message. If you love him, keep it. His commandments. He not talking to a specific race, social class, or none of that. We want it to be so bad. We want it to be. A lot of us think all of heaven is going to be filled with black folks. I and mean, I think that's just crazy. Don't limit my God because he's not limited. He's limitless. If you love him, keep his commandments. That's the message. Because if we lean on all this chaos, we not gonna have happy moment down here. And I'm trying to be happy. I'm not trying to be upset every single day and marinate in, in grievances. Who has time for that? I don't. I'm not trying to sit in that. Disgusting. Anywho, what is in my library today? I finished a couple of books this month. And one of them, I got to read the memo by Minda Hartz. And she talks about, you know, a BIPOC community getting a seat at the table. And that there are differences. And there are. There are differences that she highlights and that you are able to see. And she also gives you great advice on how to just get the seat at the table, essentially. One example, she was like, Becky going to happy hour because um, she she connecting with the folks outside of work. Go to happy hour, get to know Jim. And then when you get to know Jim or whatever, because Jim knows you and you know Jim or whoever, Stacy, Carol, 
they like, oh, I'm going to, I suggest her for the position because they're great and we have a lot in common or whatever. The case. Connections at the end of the day, connections, community. I think she does a great job. Um, she references a lot of musics, musics, songs and artists in her book. Highly recommend. It was really good. Um, the next six figure side hustle for those people who feel as if though their job is not paying enough. We all feel that way. Six figure side hustle. Obviously I do. Cause I read the book, read it. I read it. Yep. And then the next books that she has this is by, um, Roger, Rachel Rogers. The next book she has is plan your year like a millionaire. The next one I'm going to read is we should all be millionaires. I highly recommend those books for the week. That That is what's been going on in my month. I've just been engaged in books and figuring out the next steps because yes, I can get annoyed with the company and say, hey, you're not paying me enough. I'm exhausted. I don't want to work for anybody over 40 years. I would rather that be my company and grow or whatever the case may be. Um, God is your advocate or the, the Holy Spirit is your advocate. God is your friend, okay? He is uh, your father. Um, We need to lean into that. We need to lean into Jesus because a lot of the world is broken and we cannot do anything about it other than walk with the Lord and he will help us and guide us. And we could probably even be a solution to this chaos and just our walk with God will influence other people to come and walk as well. And that is essentially what we are called to do. That needs to be the hard posture. That needs to be the fire. That needs to be the desire, not getting the appropriate amount of check from a company that barely knows your history or who you are. They just send you a check. So with that being said, um, you all have a blessed day, a blessed week. And um, yeah, read those books. Get this money because we ain't got time. Amen. Okay, bye.